Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 201. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Some exciting news. I just launched my new website, scottmlinch.com. I wanted to create one central hub where each of you could easily navigate my offerings, especially given that I now offer multiple ways to refine your mindset. We've put a lot of work into this, and I'm excited to finally share this with each of you. It's gone through a major visual overhaul, and we've added some exciting features. You'll be able to book a one-on-one session directly through the website, sign up for my free weekly newsletter, explore some motivational merch that I'll be launching, and the most exciting part that I've been quietly keeping under wraps, I'll be launching a course later this year, and you'll be able to access this through my website as well. More details to come. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, It's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Have you ever found it challenging to push through a task, focus on a project or study? 
you may have thought to yourself, I wish I could increase my ability to concentrate. Attention is one of the most precious resources that we can leverage to get things done. The ability to focus for a specific period of time on one activity is essential to all of us that wish to attract results. So, how can we improve our concentration? What are some hacks that can increase our ability to concentrate, regardless of the situation? Number one, train your brain. Spend at least 15 minutes a day on cognitive exercises, such as Sudoku. This game trains our mind to absorb several strategies and pieces of information in a short period of time. Therefore, playing Sudoku forces our brain to concentrate so we can place all the numbers in order with no repetition. Chess. Playing chess forces us to think, specifically using our entire brain, both sides. This can help us significantly in boosting our concentration. This game challenges us to be creative to solve problems. Crossword puzzles. These games are among the best cognitive exercises because they challenge our brain to focus as we try to figure out the answers. Apart from helping us improve our concentration, they also enable us to reduce the risk of dementia. Memory games, doodling, coloring, all of these have a huge impact on improving our concentration, memory, and problem-solving skills. Brain training games can also help us develop our working and short-term memory, as well as our processing and problem-solving skills. And these games actually become more critical as we age, since our memory and concentration often tend to decline with age. A study from 2014 that looked at 2,832 older adults followed up on these participants after 10 years. Older adults who completed between 10 and 14 sessions of cognitive training saw improved cognition, memory, and even processing skills. After 10 years, the majority of study participants reported they could complete daily activities, at least as well as they could at the beginning of the trial, if not better. My girlfriend works in healthcare, specifically with older individuals, and this is something they routinely suggest for their patients. Our mind is very similar to a muscle such as our biceps. In order for it to grow, we need to exercise it. And we need to exercise it routinely. Number two, get a good night's sleep. The most critical aspect of our lives for not only concentration, but so many factors for a healthy life. We need to make sure that we go to bed and get up around the same time every day. Yes, that means on the weekends too. The worst thing that we can do is throw off our circadian rhythm, aka our sleep-wake cycle. A couple years ago, I had this bad habit of sleeping in until 7 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. My thinking was that I would be able to catch up on my sleep from the week prior. 
There is no such thing. We can't catch up on sleep. This does way more harm than good. Countless studies, countless studies have shown that having a consistent sleep and wake time influence stronger immunity, improved concentration, and emotional stability. Sleep deprivation disrupts those very things, along with memory and attention. Some things that we need to take into consideration before bed as well. Cell phones, TVs, computer screens, those screens should be powered off an hour before we go to bed. The blue light, which is emitted by our cell phone screens and TV and computers, restrains the production of melatonin, that critical hormone which controls our circadian rhythm. This makes it even more difficult to fall asleep and wake up the next day. Another little trick here. We should keep our room around 60 degrees to 67 degrees. What's really interesting is that too much heat or cold exposure is directly linked to increased wakefulness and decreased rapid eye movement, aka REM sleep, the stage in which we dream. So, before we head to bed, we should set our thermostat to the optimal sleeping temperature, that's 60 to 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Some little things that can make a difference here too. Keep a fan in your room. That way, if the room feels too warm, it's very easy to cool down the rest of the room. Avoid drinking caffeine or eating foods high in sugar before bed. These things can actually increase our body temperature. And lastly, sleep prep for the season, meaning appropriate breathable pajamas, bed sheets, and blankets. Here's a little bonus for you. If you're having difficulty falling asleep, try this remedy. I use this anytime I feel like it will be a struggle to fall asleep. Organic apple cider vinegar. I'm a fan of Bragg, B-R-A-G-G. You can get this almost anywhere. 100% pure, raw, unfiltered honey. I'm a fan of Nature Nates. And finally, Juniper Ridge Douglas Fir Tea. You can get this off of Amazon. Now take a tablespoon of the apple cider vinegar, dump that into a mug. Take a tablespoon of the unfiltered honey, dump that into a mug. Add hot water. And finally, add the Juniper Ridge Douglas Fir tea bag. This combination has been a lifesaver for me at many times. About 30 to 45 minutes after consuming it, I have always felt tired and ready for bed. Sometimes the simple things can give us that extra assistance. Number three, take breaks. Taking breaks helps us stay focused over long periods of time. It also helps us to retain information. It is easy to get deep into a project or a task and become bombarded with information overload. And beyond this, we tend to get sucked into things, meaning that we tend to focus on all of the small details, which can mean that we miss the bigger picture and we struggle with decisions. This is known as decision fatigue. When we constantly have to make decisions, 
it actually wears down our willpower and ability to think clearly. There was an interesting study done back in 2011 that highlights this. Judges were less and less likely to grant parole to prisoners later in the day. And decision fatigue explains why this happens. Without taking breaks, the judges were more likely to go with the easiest decision. Just saying no. Decisions take their toll. So if we want to make better decisions, we need to take more breaks. The irony here is that we push through some things so we don't waste time. When in reality, by taking breaks, we are saving ourselves time and a better long-term outcome. Taking breaks also helps us spark that creativity furnace again. And here's why. Most of us, when we're working, we are focused on the output. So, for example, me creating this episode, I was focused on doing research and ensuring that I was able to bring these points to life in a way that makes the most sense. But without input, it's much, much harder to create quality output. Luckily, a short change of state, which in this case is in the form of a break, can be the creative input we need. As far as this relates to concentration, if we have to focus on a single task for a long time, after a while, our performance gets worse and worse and worse. Deactivating and reactivating our goals allows us to stay focused. And lastly, we need to train our brain to focus on a single task at a time. Only 2.5% of people can multitask. And this is where these points connect. We can use those breaks and focus on a single task in one swing by deciding which task is most critical at a particular moment and setting a timer for 25 minutes which is about how long we can concentrate on a task before losing focus. And here's a little side note. This is one of the reasons why I try to keep my episodes under 25 minutes, aside from the average commute times. Once that timer goes off, it's time to take a break. This helps to improve concentration and productivity. Now, at first, Your brain might resist this, but once you settle into a groove, you'll feel fucking incredible. Number four, listen to music. Odd, I know, a a podcast are telling you to listen to music. But in all seriousness, according to a 2007 study from the Stanford University School of Medicine, music, classical music specifically, can help our brain absorb and interpret new information more easily. And here's the thing. Our brain processing the abundance of information it receives from the world around us by separating it into smaller segments. Basically, taking larger amounts of information and placing them into smaller buckets. Studies suggest that music can engage our brain in a way that it trains it to pay better attention to events and make predictions about what might happen. 
This means better predictions about events to reasoning skills. The really amazing thing about music is that it helps to stimulate our brain, similar to the way exercise helps to stimulate our body. The more we exercise our muscles, the stronger they become. Similar behavior here. Giving our brain a cognitive workout could help strengthen it in a similar fashion. A little bonus. Avoid choosing music that you love or hate. This only ends up pushing us closer to distractions because we become too focused on the bad music where we end up sifting and sifting through music trying to find something more fitting. And on the other hand, listening to music we love, we tend to follow along with the lyrics rather than concentrating. Another great reason as to why classical music can be the sweet spot. Number five, connect with nature. Our connection with nature is vital in keeping us emotionally and psychologically and physically healthy. This connection with nature comes in many different forms. Just going for a brief walk. Heck, even just seeing green spaces like a grass field, the woods, simply a lawn helps to ease brain fatigue, restore drifting attention, and sharpen our thinking. Connecting with nature is also associated with lower levels of poor mental health, in particular, lower depression and anxiety levels. Nature also helps to improve memory functions, a great way to spark those things that once slipped our minds earlier in the day. We've all had those moments where we feel as if our minds are slowing down, sputtering due to a lack of fuel. This is what's known as mental fatigue. One thing that can help get our mind back into gear is exposing it to restorative environments, which simply means getting outdoors, going outside. One study found that people's mental energy bounced back even when they just looked at a picture of nature. Yes, a physical picture of nature. And no, pictures of the city did not have the same effect. This just really drives home the importance of nature, whether being surrounded by it physically or visually through a photo. The goal should be that we spend at least two hours a week outdoors. That could mean going for a walk, going to the lake or beach, playing a game outside, going for a hike, sitting in the park. All of these things help to influence our emotions, our mental health, and our concentration. Our connection with nature is vital in keeping us emotionally healthy and concentrated. So to recap, number one, train your brain. Spend at least 15 minutes a day doing either Sudoku, chess, crossword puzzles, memory games, doodling, coloring, all of these have a huge impact on improving our concentration, memory, and problem-solving skills. Two, get a good night's sleep. We need to make sure that we go to bed and get up around the same time every single day. Countless studies have shown that having a consistent sleep and wake time influence stronger immunity, 
improved concentration, and emotional stability. Sleep deprivation disrupts these things, along with memory and attention. Power off those cell phones and TVs an hour before going to bed. Keep your room around 60 degrees to 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Too much heat or cold exposure is directly linked to increased wakefulness and decreased rapid eye movement, aka that REM sleep, the stage in which we dream. Number three, take breaks. Taking breaks helps us to stay focused over long periods of time. It helps us to retain information. We need to train our brain to focus on a single task at a time. So, Set a timer for 25 minutes, which is about how long we can concentrate on a task before losing focus. Once that timer goes off, it's time to take a break. Number four, listen to music, classical music specifically, which can help our brain absorb and interpret new information more easily. Music can engage our brain in a way that it trains it to pay better attention to events and make predictions about what might happen. This means better predictions about events to reasoning skills. Music helps to stimulate our brain, similar to the way exercise helps stimulate our body. And number five, connect with nature. Just going for a brief walk, even just seeing green spaces helps to ease brain fatigue, restore drifting attention, and sharpen our thinking. Connecting with nature is also associated with lower levels of poor mental health, in particular, lower depression and anxiety levels. Spend at least two hours a week outdoors. That could mean going for a walk, going to the lake or beach, playing a game outside, or going for a hike. Our connection with nature is vital in keeping us emotionally healthy and concentrated. This week's shout out is by Tom, who sent me a DM on Facebook. I had to write and tell you that I never listen to podcasts, only music. Life's been a little hard lately, and out of the blue, I opened myself up to listening to something inspiring. I found your show on Amazon Music, and I started listening today. I had to write and thank you for your show. It is very inspirational and makes me think. I've shared your show with all of my Facebook friends. Thank you very much. All of you that share this podcast, I'm blown away that you take the time to listen and you take the time to share it with those around you. I'm just grateful. I love you guys so much. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into five hacks to improve your concentration. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.